Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again today on the Word Podcast. Uh, Especially you, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I have a friend, Michael, who goes out and goes running. I don't think he jogs. I think he runs. And I believe he listens to these times together while he's running. So thank you so much for that, man. May the Lord just give you a special blessing today. We continue our examination of First uh, Timothy, and I want to get through the fourth chapter, hopefully today. So in the fourth chapter, beginning in verse 12, we saw this the last couple of episodes. Paul was giving some instructions to Timothy, okay? just, just down-to-earth instruction. And he was telling him, well, let's just back at the verse 11. He said, prescribe and teach these things. So he was telling Timothy, make sure you teach these things, command these things. Then in verse 12, he said, don't let anybody look down on your youthfulness. Okay, But he says, set an example. Set an example by your conduct, your love, your faith, your purity. So be an example to those who believe. Notice it's not even necessarily those in the world, but it's those who believe that you're being an example for. And I'll tell you what, that's sort of lacking, okay? That's sort of lacking in the church today. Quite often the people that are uh, teaching and preaching and sort of demanding, okay, live this way, do this, do that, they're pretty inconsistent with what they say. They say one thing, but then do another, which by definition is a hypocrite, right? So then in verse 13, he gives another commandment. He says, you know, until I get there, make sure that you give attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhorting and teaching. And folks, this is something that we do day in and day out. This isn't just a pulpit time. This isn't just a time of corporate worship when you may gather once, twice, two or three times during a week or something like that. No, no, no. We need to give heed and give attention to this, to reading the Scripture, okay? Reading the Scripture publicly, to exhorting one another at all times, it could be in just a passing conversation. As a matter of fact, at the time we're gathering together, uh, it's still sort of early in the morning. And um, how many? I've already had four different instances, four different episodes of exactly this kind of thing with just the people I'm encountering day in and day out of just exhorting and just teaching them. Now, what's going to happen is this. When you are like that, and I'm not talking about being in preachy mode all the time or being in teachy mode all the time. No, no, not that kind. I'm just talking about being who you are and who the Lord's created you. When you do that, people start uh, tying into that. They start tapping into that. I just had somebody a while ago, so I've been meaning to ask you a question. What about this? And they asked a question about, you know, a passage in Revelation and what this means. Now, what happens is when somebody, when people start doing that, the thing that it crosses your mind should be, Lord, let me know what the answer is to whatever they're asking. And he was faithful. And I said, oh, yeah, that's this and this and this. But we need to do this in what's described here as a devoted way, in a way where you're given attention to this, given attention to the reading of the Scripture, given attention to exhorting one another to teaching. And then in verse 14, remember, he said, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. And we talked about that in the last episode. There was a spiritual gift that the Holy Spirit had granted him, and it came about at the time when a council of elders were laying their hands upon Timothy, and somebody spoke prophetically, that, oh, this is what the Spirit's wanting to do, then the Spirit did it. Which, by the way, the Spirit still does things like that today. So we continue now, verse 15. The New American Standard says this, 
take pains with these things. <laughs> take pains. Well, that just sounds painful, doesn't it? The King James says, meditate upon these things. Well, that, that's a lot you know, sweeter, nicer sounding, right? Now, the idea being you need to put into practice these things, to care for these things. Okay, to study these things. In other words, to give a concerted effort to all these things. Don't just think, oh, I'll do that when the time arises and go la di da di da di da through your walk in the kingdom. No, no, no. He says, practice these things. Be absorbed in them. The other translations say, uh, immerse yourself in them. Be diligent in them so that your progress will be evident to all. So he's saying, these things that we're talking about right here, you need to give great attention to. You need to practice these things. You need to be absorbed by them, by the teaching, by the Word of God, by what the Spirit is doing in your life and what the Lord is wanting to do in other people's lives through you. He says, make sure you do this. And he says, so that all may see your progress. What is the whole point to where you're progressing in the kingdom, you're progressing in growth and sanctification, and everybody goes, oh, you're progressing. Great boy. Is that the whole point? No, no, no. Let me see what the King James says. That thy profiting may appear to all. What's going to happen is that people will see that you're growing in the kingdom. And people will want to be a part of that. It will encourage them. <coughs> it will exhort them. It will lift them up. Now, the last verse for today, 1 Timothy 4, verse 16. Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Notice how many times that's reiterated in this chapter. Okay, he tells him over and over, pay close attention, take pains, practice these things. Do not neglect, okay? Don't let anybody look down. Prescribe these things. I'm just scrolling back through looking at all these things, right? Just these commandments, but how personal the commandments were and how we have a role and a responsibility to be proactive in doing it. The ESV says, keep a close watch on yourself and on your teaching. Isn't that great? The Lexham says, fix your attention on yourself and on your teaching. Now, this isn't some myopic religious exercise. No, no, no. He's saying you, you pay close attention to yourself. King James, take heed to yourself and to your teaching, to your doctrine. In these things, well, let me back up. Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Persevere in these things. In other words, continue in them. Persist in these things. For as you do this, you will ensure salvation both for yourself and for those who hear you. Hmm. The English standard says, for by so doing, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Well, does that mean that my salvation is predicated upon my ability to do something? <laughs> well, yes and no. The idea behind this is it's the Lord, and we know how we're saved. The Lord is the one that convicts who calls. We respond. And he's talking about the working out of our salvation, not for the sake of attaining it, but it is evidence and evident that the fruit of the Lord is in you. And it will ensure your salvation because we are saved, but we are yet to be saved when the Lord returns. It's this, your salvation and for those who hear you. Then there's also the element of what he's talking about in this verse right here, paying close attention to yourself and to your teaching, Okay, that you will ensure that your teaching is the proper teaching about salvation, that it's the proper teaching about the kingdom, that you're not being led astray 
in whatever way it may be. There's being led astray by overt teaching and overt doctrine. There's being led astray by a covert. You quite often happen within the church today because people just ignore huge portions of Scripture and just ignore what the Lord says about things. He says, make sure you don't do this. He said, by doing this and by persevering, what is that? persevering, that persisting, that continuing, that carries the idea that there's some energy involved in this, folks. Okay, This is something that we actively do, that you persevere in these things, and that by so doing this, that you will ensure for both yourself and for others salvation. Some tremendous, tremendous truths right here, okay? So uh, again, as I say from time to time, before you retire upon your nightbed this evening, go back and read through this fourth chapter of 1 Timothy and see what the Lord speaks to you. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again. Bye-bye.